0: Hi everyone, I'm Jeff Keighley and welcome to the Game Awards nomination special. We are so excited that our 8th annual show will be streaming live from right here the Microsoft Theater on December 9th with an in-person audience. Lots of big world premieres and spectacular live music too, including the return of the Game Awards Orchestra live on that very stage. In the weeks ahead, we will tell you much more about the show, but right now, We are honored to reveal this year's nominees in more than 30 categories, which you can vote on starting right now at thegameawards.com. So, let's get started.
1: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Noodle Talk Gaming Podcast. This week, we have a special guest with us. Say hi, special guest. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hi everyone, I'm Malindi aka Malichan, I'm a YouTuber slash cosplayer slash (laughs) gamer Awesome, it's
1: good to finally have a gamer on this podcast (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, (laughs) repping all the gamers out there guys, I got you
1: (laughs) We also have an aspiring gamer, our co-host Robin, what's (laughs) up man? I'm doing good
0: Usual, usual, aspiring.
1: It, it's good to aspire. One day you'll get to Malindi's level. One day. Yeah, one day.
0: One day one I'll day. be a true gamer, slide, a true, a true, game a true TM, gamer TM. Trademark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 All right, so I have gathered you fine gamers here to talk about video games. We're going to talk about uh, the Game Awards Jeff Healy's Game Awards. I believe mean, this is the fifth year running. Am I no, you're Am I wrong you're very wrong. Year? It
0: started in 2014.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, wow. the, it's not the fifth year.
0: No, first one was 2014, the Dragon Age. Year.
1: So that's it's more than five years.
0: Yeah, no, actually, the first one was probably the the 2013, last of us year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Ah, right. So it's more it's than. It's been that. a long time. Congrats to
1: Kiwi. Damn. Okay. Feels sh- shorter. Okay. I mean, it's been improving, so I. I... I enjoy it. I, I like award shows. I'm one of those weirdos who actually really likes award shows because I like celebrating media and specifically creators. I think it's one of the only opportunities for creators to be celebrated. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited about it. And I think it's a good way for people to know some games which may have um, gone underneath the radar, you know? Every once in a while, you get something big like uh, Disco Elysium. I think Disco Elysium winning those four awards, being the one winning the most that one year, really propelled it into the mainstream, which was really good. So, I'm hoping we have something similar like that this year. I don't know if that's possible, but yeah. What do you guys generally think about the Game Awards specifically?
0: Okay, so the Game Awards, unlike most weird, I think my opinion of the Game Awards is probably going to be more common than Dennis's opinion, but he admitted he's a weirdo. Uh, (laughs) Basically, with Game Awards, you either... uh, Most people either hate them or not care enough to actually give them stock. And I think I'm somewhere... I don't hate them. I, I rarely ever agree with them. But I think they're a nice thing to have. Uh, like, hmm. just... Uh, when you see the way the developers react to getting the awards, I think that alone is kind of worth it. Like, That's I remember... Mm, what year was that? Even, like, last year, even though it was, like, COVID and stuff, uh, when you see the reaction... The no
1: Man's Sky. Yeah,
0: or the Among hmm. Us devs.
1: They're among us,
0: yeah. Oh, that made me so happy. You see the way the devs react, and in as much as, yes, there's the cynical, oh, it's just for marketing, blah blah blah, uh, the awards are all wrong, the game I like didn't win. I think there's there's a place for for this sort of show. So, even though I really agree with them, I like having them around. They're not having them around. <laughs> uh, Malindi?
2: Uh, I like having the game awards around, because it just feels nice to be able to see like a game I like getting recognized for something because like it's like hey you know what I'm actually not the only person that played and enjoyed this game you know so it's like so nice to see these games winning like best RPG and you know you're thinking like for example like yeah you know this is like one of my favorite RPGs this year it's so nice for it to finally to get like recognition like you know on a grand stage and for everybody to see and of course like I feel like the Game Awards are also good because, um, yeah, it lets other people, like you said, it, it lets other people know what games are there, you know. And like certain people will go like, hey, you know, I didn't know this kind of game existed. Or like other people might even be intrigued to go like, you know, what? why did this game win in this category? Maybe I should check it out for myself and see, you know, what 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 it's all about, you know. So I, I, I enjoy the game awards. And like you, I'm probably weird as well. I enjoy watching these, you know, award shows. It's just, there's just something about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, um, and I, I know that the awards mean a lot to the developers. I know this very well. <laughs> <laughs> I've asked some of them before and you can see in interviews and stuff like that, like uh, with the displays and other stuff, it's all very, very, like, important to them. And something that i just want to uh, bring up front that I, that I think most people just don't know how uh the jury works jeff Key has no votes on the jury at all at all uh and it's um mostly so each how do i say this um there's 103 judge judges 103 outlets so each outlet has one vote so, the, I don't know how, however the outlets pick their category winners, if they deliberate amongst themselves, whatever. That's what they but do. They, yeah. they send a ballot, and that goes as the one vote for that one category. So, in the US, you got your big ones. Your, um, I'm just looking at the list here. Games Radar, Game Informer, Fanbyte, which is new. Um, Easy Allies, Ars Technica, IGN, not just a giant bomb. Game Sports, uh, Polygon. What's good games? You should watch them. I like them. Wired. The verge even the uk gaming bible vg 247 pc games n and there's even other global ones like uh the press start from australia there's uh the there's the gamer from canada which i just started reading recently and there's even a south african outlet called essay gamer which i haven't read but it's good to know that there there's um outlets from everywhere and previously in previous um, game awards i could tell would win because I know a lot of the journalists from these uh, US and UK sites which used to be the majority so I could tell I'm like okay I know you know like I'm friends with Ash or whatever like I know Ash and Ash's friends so I'd be like they're gonna vote for this or Jan Bomb liked this game they're gonna vote for this so I could tell but now that there's a global aspect to it I think you can even tell from the nominees that it's a bit different I didn't expect Resident Evil Village to be nominated for Segway Game of the Year! I didn't
2: expect that at all.
1: (laughs) I guess we can get into the categories and we're gonna start with the big one. We're gonna start with the Game of the Year and this year there are six nominees. Starting with uh, Capcom's Resident Evil Village, Uh, there is Insomniac's Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Double Fine's Psychonauts 2, Nintendo's Mercury Steam's Metroid Dread, Lights, It Takes Two, and Arcane Studios' Deathloop. So, uh, I don't even know. Where where do you want to start with
0: this one? Okay, we'll start with the... I guess the the, the hot take. Which one do you think shouldn't have been here?
2: Wow. Mm, That's tough. Uh, uh. That's tough. Ah,
0: you start, because I have to think about that one. Me too. Uh, Okay, first of all, I haven't played all of these. I've played... (laughs) I've played four out of the six. If I was to go by personal opinion, like literally just personal opinion, I'd probably ask Psychonauts 2, but that's an opinion which is definitely not shared. (laughs) Everyone loves Psychonauts 2. I'm the exception on that. But I think if one was got to go, it would be I think Village.
1: Village, village I, yeah. okay. I uh, think as someone who's like played the game most of these games, um, the only one that I've touched is Roger and Clank. Could I come over to your place for like I don't know an hour, which I enjoyed a lot, and I I, I think it's like the feed, the hour or an hour and a half I played with it, I thought it was spectacular. I'm surprised Jennifer Hill didn't get nomination for performance because she was actually quite excellent. Uh, so as someone who's played the games, I guess you can start with Village. What about Village do you think uh, doesn't qualify it for the 6?
0: Uh, not that something doesn't qualify it, it's that I think there was a better choice and I, I think why, a choice which, have, which would have made most people less mad. And I think we're going to talk about that game a bit more in detail. You know, Forza Horizon Five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it co- it's caused a big uproar. It not being nominated, yeah. and I think the thing with Village is, I, I guess the praise and discussion and discourse about Village wasn't didn't feel like it didn't feel like it belonged. In this sort of list because like it just came and went if you know what i mean most of the discourse was about like t- yeah d- lady d- lady d and <laughs> and like technical issues like nobody a lot of people said, no it's samey me and all that stuff i think that also goes on to like i think the next choice which most people would probably agree would have been asked would be ratchet and clang because, like, aside from the graphics, it feels like discourse about that game also dried up pretty fast. And the, pr- sure. and the praise wasn't as wide as, some, as the other nominees. So,
1: hmm.
0: If I would have made changes to this list, I would have probably removed, I guess, Ratchet and & Clank and Resident Evil. And I would have put Returnal and Forza. That's my opinion. Of course if if we're talking like purely what i liked more i would have definitely removed like psychonauts and it takes two but you know
1: that, that,
0: that's a whole other discussion <laughs>
1: mm, <true. laughs> Okay, Malindi? Malindi. what would you? Uh...
0: well as
2: somebody that hasn't played like any of these first of all i know that psychonauts is a bit of like a cult classic i guess because i was even shocked to see it on this list like I had heard of Psychonauts, but then I heard that Psychonauts 2 came out, and I was like, oh, Psychonauts 2 is out. And then I see the Game of the Year list thingy, and then I'm like, wait, Psychonauts 2? What? Okay. All right. I didn't expect that. Like, I haven't checked out the game at all. I've seen, like, memes from it. But otherwise, I, I was very shocked to see it on this list. But eh, anyway, um, but for me... I guess I think I also feel that Resident Evil Village shouldn't have been on this list because yeah I haven't really played it but you know I've looked into it a bit and from what I'm seeing most people say that the main attraction of the game is Dimitrescu, and like once you're done with that little section it's like what what am I why am I still here like you know like I've gotten what I came for so (laughs) I guess that's it you know. And like, I was also surprised, like Robin said, like, people stop talking about this game fast. I'm surprised to see it here as well. There are definitely other games that are being talked about and being praised and revered that should have been there. So, I, I think I would also say Village in this case. But, Psychonauts, but anyway, let me not judge it before I've played it, but I guess I'll say Village.
1: I mean, that's what we're all here to do. We're judging these. <laughs> <guys>. But honestly <laughs> speaking, though, like, that's what a lot of the publications might do. Because like, not everyone at the publication plays all the games. Um, yeah. Some reviewers play a certain amount. Other people, not even editorial, play other games and yeah, let's de- deliberate. And you're hoping that you can um, get some insight from the people who played it and from the discourse as well. Although I'll say this, I think that this is the most diverse year, diverse list ever because all these games are very unique and they are from their very own niche. So I think, unless you are in a particular niche, you won't see the discourse last for long. I like Resident Evil, um, I'm a fan of the franchise. So I saw the discourse go past Lady uh, Demetrius. No, like I, I saw it last longer than the general populace, I guess. Um, it does seem like a more action-based Resident Evil 7, um, which is fine, I think. Uh, it's like the Resident Evil 4 of its era, I guess, in that regard, whereas 4 was a bit more action-y than
0: uh, 1, 2, and 3. But 4, but Village has not gotten the praise, which 4 does. People still call 4 4- the greatest game of all time I haven't heard <laughs> anything true. like that about village that's
1: true and it, it hasn't gotten that level I'll, I'll, that was, I'll admit to that uh, but also uh, there's a certain bias I have where I think I was talking about this with Robbie as well where he was saying you've never really gotten like a horror game or a reasonable game like at game of the year level like where you're like okay it might win all right so, so in
0: 2019.
1: No, it did. are as in, like, to win. Like, a possibility oh, to win. Okay, like, okay, okay, fine. Like, something like like Either of High these games, whatever wins, I guess apart from Rust and Clank, it will be, like, their first win. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I and mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but, like, all of them, <laughs> like, it will be their first, which will be interesting. What
0: do you mean? Like, as a company? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: or as well, a franchise? Mm-hmm. As, uh, I guess... as genres?
1: I guess as, like, a... As a genre, I guess, as a sub-genre, movie genre is too broad. As a sub-genre, like a a Metroidvania or a platformer or a you know a co-op family platformer or an immersive sim, like none, nothing has ever. I feel like the only disruptor previously at the Game Awards was uh, Overwatch. Sekiro.
0: It was Overwatch. Uh
1: overwatch for me i guess because I, I i played the beta and i was like this is game of the year I, it was a lock <laughs> in that year like i was like there's nothing that can surpass this so maybe for me it wasn't that much of a surprise but yes overwatch i guess counts and i'll say even sekiro like that was the first like uh souls born to win so i don't think it'll happen again despite what you thinking about next year i don't think it'll win again i think we've given that genre it's Flowers and so the thing is,
0: if we're be, if we're keeping it a buck, we know that yes, there's a bias towards, this is what they, they just call them, third-person action-adventure games. Yes. And Sekiro is that, you know, Sekiro doesn't have any RPG stuff, it's literally just an action game. So, you could say that Sekiro doesn't even break the mold, in fact that was probably to its advantage, not having any RPG stuff, it felt more traditional.
1: So it's an accessible sword, board, which is what I would say is Deathloop. Deathloop is like an accessible immersive sim. Like it's not a real immersive sim. I'm being Puritan here, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> like as I, I I feel like if Deathloop wins, they're giving it because Dishonored didn't win when it should have.
0: What year did Dishonored come out?
1: Uh Dishonored Man, you're asking me about years, man. You know me and years.
0: Yes, 2005 is the same <laughs> as 2015 for you. You get it. This is it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh, I know it came out in the same year as Assassin's Creed 3.
0: So that was 2012. <laughs> yes. 2012, what was the wow. big game? Batman was, Arkham uh, City.
1: Wasn't that Walking Dead year? Yeah, that was
0: Walking Dead, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. D- Dishonored could feel a bit robbed, I guess.
1: Yeah. So it was the one which people look back on and go, you know what, these immersive sims, they ain't so bad. Um, uh, and they've given us a an immersive sim light uh, for that. Um, and I think it's, I haven't played Metroid and I've tried to be blank on it, but I, is it an accessible metroidvania i know that final boss is
0: aside aside from the final boss i think it's difficulty is what you'd expect from uh, a mainline metroid game like the, the final boss is a bit of a step up but in general i th- okay the thing is that people have struggled so i'd say it's harder than your average metroidvania yeah i guess harder than your average metroidvania.
1: so this would be a first win for a Metroidvania-style game, which is also—I'm going by Oscar um, logic here—they are also due. You know what I mean? Like, there've been many good ones, and we've never given that sub-genre its roses. So, like, they're due. There's some push behind Metroid coming back, and all of that stuff. You know, this is the first Metroid to actually sell. Thank God.
2: Yeah yeah, you know, like that's great.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, I haven't even answered your question. What would I remove? I would remove I would remove death loop. Why? Because it's, it's not a real immersive sim. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: roguelike immersive sim. <laughs> <laughs> um I
1: would remove deathloop and oh man, I love village um what a resident evil to win man okay you know what and village i would remove village and desolate. and i would replace them with (laughs) i have heard a lot of praise for chicory a colorful tale yeah yeah um i think chicory would fit right in there and i also think forza horizon five would be my I think uh, having a Forza in there would have also gone with the whole narrative of a new kind of game in the Game of the Year category thing, which is kind of what we have now, so yeah, I think I think that's what we have. Yeah, so.
0: as you've said, I guess we can talk about our snubs for Game of the Year, obvious snubs. You've said Chicory, yep. uh, Forza, I already said Returnal and Forza. and. Uh, Malindi, which are your your snubs for the big gong? I feel
2: like, I don't know, from what I've seen, I guess Forza should definitely have found its way there. And then, um... I don't know, I guess Forza is really the main one that I'm actually really shocked hasn't even made it. Because I was really expecting to see it there.
1: Yeah, you know what I was expecting to see? Okay, I wasn't expecting to see it, but I was hoping it would be there with Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> was,
0: uh,
1: you guys are laughing. No, I'll, I'll be, not, like, I'm not like, laughing. No, <laughs> like, look, <laughs> like,
0: it's, here's the thing. I've talked about this before. I don't know if I've talked about it with you, Dennis, but uh, do you remember Control in 2019? Yes. Do you remember how it never, it felt like it never got its flowers? And yes. then, as it when awards season came out, everyone started nominating it for stuff. Part of me thinks that you know that sort of thing is going to happen to Guardians of the Galaxy, because like everyone's like, "Oh, Avengers sucks," so this is going to suck as well. And then it comes out, and then everyone's like, "Hey guys, it's not like Avengers. It's actually good."
1: Oh, so you mean like uh, the publication ones, Mm -hmm. like gaming form or whatever? Like it's all gonna be like it might be, it might do a Death Stranding, is what you're saying? Yeah, that's not that not not that level, but but but, yeah,
0: yeah, that that sort of thing. It's because
2: people's expectations for it were were so so low, low.
0: and then (laughs) it comes out, (laughs) and they're like, "Hey, this is a half bad," and it's got it's uh, it's got uh, freaking '80s music. You know how people love '80s music? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the retro stuff. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: most of these journalists are like in their mid-40s.
2: Exactly, so So yeah, I, it's I, I guess
0: you could say I'm surprised that you don't see Guardians, but it did get a nomination for Best Narrative. We'll get to that later. But you know, while, while we're here on the snubs, I think there's uh, a certain article I want to talk about. Jess Corden brought it up. Jess Corden, Windows Central. So, you know, he's not. they're not part of the panel, so he's allowed to be a bit more critical. And before you say, oh, Windows Central, that means it's an Xbox fanboy. No, 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 it's nothing like that. So he was extremely critical of Forza not being on the list because he called it a disservice to the industry. Forza was like uh, the highest rated game by, you know, Metacritic and stuff this year. Like all around the critics, it was the highest rated game. Uh, but it did get a nomination so he went into a rant about one the whole thing of the cat of you know the nomination system given that it has to represent every outlet he was extremely critical of that he says that no i feel like if game developers and fans were allowed what had more weight then it would be more credible I think the point about letting game devs have a say was, you know, that was a decent point, but I don't know about letting fans have a say, fans are weirdos. But <laughs> he also mentioned that, this is the part I actually want to discuss the most, he mentioned that the game's journalists, when submitting their picks for the game awards, because of their obsession... With feeling validated by other media, they try to make it like an os- like the Oscars and likewise the types of games are affected so they always go for cinematic third-person action games ah, because I of see. the journalists insecurities and wanting to be like other media huh.
1: Points. so you're saying a forza game is not going to like if we give forza horizon 5 game of the year 2021 when that goes up on the bbc and say the game of the year for 2021 is a driving game it's like of course it's a fucking driving game my four-year-old plays the (laughs) driving games (laughs) yeah right is that like the angle i know
0: kind of but you know his angle is more like oh there's a bias in the industry whenever it comes to awards season Uh, there's not enough like variety, people have leaned to one type of game and all that sort of stuff. That's the angle he was looking at it from. And that and that the whole, oh, games should be fun. Uh, games, if you don't celebrate the games which are fun. You know, Forza Horizon is being played by tens of millions of people. It's, yeah, not celebrating anything apart in the industry apart from cinematic, whatever, whatever. You know, that, that sort of angle so
1: i i i get that um i and i can see where he's coming from um and this is where i i think i think for me the the game awards are like i actually don't equate them to the oscars to me they are like the like i don't know like the mtv movie awards remember the game
0: awards were literally mtv awards or spike tv awards
1: spike tv yeah so to me they are very akin to that it's something which most people will like if you see the movies that win best movie at the MTV Movie Awards or whatever. It's like I think a Transformers won one year, you know, something like that. Whereas the um, GDC Awards and the Dice Awards, which are which the the, uh, the Academy, they have an Academy system like the Oscars, where the Academy is just game developers. That one has more interesting
0: games but the winners are almost always the same
1: the mean are always the same yes and the thing with yeah. the dice awards is one game tends to sweep way more than the game awards not so like yeah. there's that year when destiny just won like every mm-hmm. won like 12 dice awards or something but i think as devs um i mean i'm not gonna call myself a dev but i have made a few games here and there like when you look at something like destiny it just blows your mind you're like i don't know how this exists you know, like, so, <laughs> give it everything. Like, it, it's, from a development standpoint, it's perfect in almost every way. The fact that it it runs that way is incredible. So, I can understand why it wins, like, everything. Uh, but I guess that's boring for a a normal gamer audience. You know, it would be like, why is Destiny 2 winning everything when there's, I don't well, know, well, you know, Dark Souls 1?
0: And they think, oh, Destiny sucks because... Uh their progression is bad or whatever you know these yeah. those sorts of issues
1: yeah so it's it's very hard to hit that fine balance and I think the Game Awards have tried their best to do that I don't know if adding the game developers to the jury would change much considering that the Dice Awards and, and the GTC Awards nominees just tend to be the same I think it would make it worse I think you'd have in this scenario I'm gonna guess that Deathloop is going to sweep at the GDCs because of how it works mechanically, is very just intense and insane. Same thing with It Takes Two. Uh, it, it Takes Two is like 70 games in one, and that's crazy, you know? So I can see those two games sweeping at the GDC and DICE Awards. And if you added game developers' voices, it would just be Deathloop and It Takes Two in everything. <laughs>
0: I guess, I guess. And what about that whole industry bias towards action games? We're all in agreement that it is a thing, right? I don't know how to
2: put it, but definitely it kind of is a thing. I mean, imagine... How would I put this? Because, you know, it's kind of hard to compare two games to each other, especially if their genres are very different. If one is really action-y and the other one is really chill, like... The same way, was it last year we had the Game of the Year nominees? Part of them were Animal Crossing, I think? And Doom? I think Doom was there. So, like, I think
0: Doom got, I f- Doom got snubbed.
2: Doom got snubbed by The Last of Us. Got snubbed
0: by... <laughs> last year was really, good. <laughs> last year was really good. Was
2: good. Last year was good. No lie. No lie. But like, yeah, you know, so it's so hard to really... Compare those two games, but most of the time I've noticed like most people will go for something like Doom over Animal Crossing Most people go for Last of Us over Animal Crossing or whatever like it just it's it's the bias is there Like sometimes people do it without even trying like it's just something in you I guess or for most people I don't know what it is, but it's there. It's definitely there
1: I personally I, I definitely had that bias in the past especially growing up in the era of people saying oh games are dumb whatever and as like a a a critic of media um some like uh, games are are very unique like it's not with films there are very few films that you can say gives you the feeling of animal crossing and then you'll be like a film that gives you what animal crossing gives you should give should be like the best film ever it's very difficult even in, in in film space to like um To critically say, like, that's the best thing ever because they have managed over the years, they've kind of become stuffy about like what deserves awards and what's art or whatever. There are a few films which do try to be like that and get praise, but that's few and far between. Like, that's very, very, very rare that you like how many comedies get nominated for Oscars. Right? Like, it's only like the really pretentious ones, like the Wes Anderson movies, you know, like Fantastic Mr. Fox or whatever. Which, that's, I mean, you've probably seen it, but it's a, it's a pretentious cartoon, right? It's like, a damn it good is. movie, though. <laughs> it's a good, mo- it's a good movie. It's so good. It's good, but it is a pretentious cartoon. Uh, when, like, other for many years, like, I, I have always said that Toy Story 3 was the best picture in 2010. That was the best year that an animated movie could have gotten Best Picture. They gave Best Picture to Hurt Locker, which was a movie about the Iraq War. Some one guy getting... Diffusing bombs in the Iraq War. Hoorah, America. Good movie, fine, whatever. But, like, Toy Story 3 was... Toy
2: Story 3! was
1: really good, you know? And it seems ridiculous when you mention stuff like that. Like, oh, Inside Out should have... They don't even get nominated. At least Toy Story 3 got nominated. At least it did. But, like... Stuff like Inside Out or Soul, which are
2: fantastic. Ah, right, I totally forgot about that one.
1: And So is such an oscar like animation. Like in the in all the ways you could really tell they were going for that. Uh, but even it didn't manage to get that best picture normally. So I can see the same with um, games like Animal Crossing, you know, or um, what is the dark one? The not dark, the, the goose one, untitled Goose Game. Stuff like that. Mm. Stuff like that. I, I can see so many journalists f- feeling um, weird about, you know, reporting back to their parents. Like, what's the, what is the best game last year? It's the, the goose game. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It shouldn't be like that, but it is.
2: Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah.
1: So... What would you? What is your guys's pick? First of all, what what is what do you think will win? And then, what is your personal pick?
0: Okay, I think De- I think Deathloop wins easily. I think Deathloop is sweeping the awards. By the way, I'm rooting for Metroid because as of now, Metroid is my joint game of the year. So, like, obviously, I'm going to root for Metroid. But I think yeah, Deathloop is going to sweep Dark Horse. Of these uh, I guess you know look if you're looking for the Dark Horse just look at best game direction see what's not there you can already eliminate it so like Metroid and Resident Evil aren't on best game direction so you already know ah, they won't win game of the year right so, so...
2: I think I'd <laughs> say the Dark
0: Horse is probably It Takes Two yeah mm. so yeah Deathloop and It Takes Two I think those are the two which are likeliest to win.
1: Your answer is exactly the same as mine. I think Deathloop will win. I'm rooting for Metroid Dread, but I kind of hope it takes two wins. Like I want forest to get that big game of the year, man. Like it's gonna His be Speech just... will be
0: legendary. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would be great.
2: Yeah. My answer is definitely the same as you guys, because Deathloop just seems like something that would get picked. Like, you know, there are always those games, like when you look at the categories, you're like, (laughs) they've already picked this one. This is the one that's going to win. They are going to, like you said, sweep the game awards. Like, whatever you do, this is going to be the one. Uh, Lots of people were playing it. Lots of people were streaming it. You know, it was all over when it first launched. It was, I think, I guess it was received really well. It was. So... Yeah, so, you know, it seems like it's definitely going to be the one to take the cake. But Metroid, I, re- I really want Metroid to win, you know. I have, I'm have i not that into Metroid in that I haven't played many of the Metroid games. But I've been looking at Metroid Dread. And of course, I've been playing some of the older ones on these, you know, the Nintendo emulator thingy thingies. They're hard, by the way. <laughs> and I looked at Metroid and I did get a glimpse of the last boss. That looks very fun, very infuriating but I can see why Metroid Dread is on this list and it deserves to win in my opinion I hope
1: it does dude I really really hope it does Princess and I hope more Christ. people play Metroid I really do like they're very good kids
2: yeah <laughs> cause like a lot of newcomers I've like newcomers like me you know like people are all over asking like do I have to play the other Metroid games before I play this and from what I've seen you don't really have no. to Unless you just want
0: that...
2: It's not really background, I don't know. Okay, it's more like... It's
0: it's that sort of thing where... If you've played the old Metroid games and then some certain stuff will happen in Dread, it's like, ah, there'll be that smile on your face and that feeling like, ah, I'm Mm. home. home. Exactly. It's like
2: the aha moment. So I feel like that's great because it makes it accessible and, you know, lots of newcomers can play it, so... I want Dread I want to win. Let Dread win, please.
1: Yeah, I saw, uh, unconfirmed, I saw someone, I can't remember if it's Jeff Grav or something, mentioning, or Matt Piscatella, I don't know. Like, they mentioned that it might have surpassed 5 million. Nintendo's very weird about their numbers. No,
0: they give numbers but, like, at the year end, usually. So, don't worry, we'll get numbers.
1: Yeah, but I, I hear he was, like, saying, like, it might be in the five billion era, which is madness for a metroid game they barely break two or a million ever which is wow like that's I, I really hope it's so so i guess that's game of the year um we can go to game direction which might be i think uh, gamer direction i think is very different because uh i think everyone would jump to Desktop or whatever but I, I really do think that the the front runner here the front runners i think number one returnal Number two, Psychonauts. I actually do believe those are the front runners for Direction. And It Takes Two. Based on and It
0: Takes Two. And It Takes
1: Two, and it takes yeah, two yes. It takes and It Takes Two. two. two I think those are the ones which like, are very... If you
0: think weird. about the word game Direction, you kind yes. of, you know, like trying to achieve what they wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. It really does... Like even Deathloop, honestly, but yeah. Uh, it Takes Two and Psychonauts, is especially Psychonauts, I think, as a sort of... You Know giving back to Tim Schaefer if you want be, if you know what I mean, you know, like how I yeah. think they gave game direction to Kojima in 2019 despite their stranding not winning. Nah. So I, I can see Tim Schaefer taking that,
1: I can, but then there's something in me which I would really love to see Dinga Bakaba walk up there and have a black young dev win <laughs> game direction. That would be for me personally i would love to see that i think it would be awesome to see he would be like the first black rock star developer that most people would know
0: of there's not so, many there really isn't many Yeah. there really isn't that
1: many so uh, especially if someone's the name as dingani you know it's dingani. Dingani. so, so like, <laughs> wow. I, would, I would love that like just for that however i personally i am rooting for it takes two um,
0: again joseph Farris. <laughs>
1: Again, Joseph Perez, man, it's gonna be great. And I, honestly speaking, I really do think he deserves it. I've seen like the first hour of it, and it's it's the fact that it's crammed with so many uh, like mini games. Kind of like Roll the Third. I don't know if you guys played the Roll games. Those games are actually very good. Uh, very silly. I think you should. If <laughs> so you like, if you like If you like silly games, uh, you should play them. You should play Roll the Third and and. What is fourth? Was it the fourth? Central 4. Central
0: 4.
1: Yeah, play those. They're, they're extremely fun. Um, very much not GTA. Very much not that. Completely different. Um, yeah, so I think it's very similar to that, where you have like. Man, if you ever try to make a game and you try to put different mini games in them and you pull that off successfully, you will know just how incredible that feed is. So for that reason alone, I would be rooting for it. Takes
0: yeah, it takes two, has got a lot of variety. Like, when I stopped playing it, I think I got to a part where it was like pretending to be Diablo, but when i
1: wow really yeah
0: <laughs> so th- there's there's a lot of there's a lot of variety in that game you'll see a lot of variety uh I'm also rooting
2: for it takes too because like you said, it's got so much variety and like for me as somebody whose brain gets bored after like 2 seconds if a game can throw that much variety at me it ensures that at least i won't get bored it won't feel monotonous i guess even if i keep playing it for long periods of time you know if a game has that much to give to me you know i'm happy you know it's it's it's, it's giving me and i'm enjoying i'm you know i'm playing it and i think that's super cool so i'm definitely rooting for text too
1: I guess we can go to the next one, which is Best Narrative. And in this category, there's Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange, True Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Psychonauts 2. Now, up front, I'm just going to say, does Deathloop actually have a story? It
0: does. It does. It does. From It does have a story. (laughs) Like, from what I understand, one of the main criticisms of Deathloop is that despite it saying, you know, you do whatever you want, go whatever way you want it, in the end, the best way to finish it is to take a set path. And in the end, and you know, you reveal the full narrative and whatever, whatever that way.
1: Okay, so it's like a, a good time story, I guess. Because it must be very hard to... Because, you know, immersive scenes are... They are games meant to be broken. So... I I don't know. I'm I'm fascinated by how they they put that off um, because it it does seem very... It's a weird mishmash of genres.
0: I think from what I can tell, you know, if we use the usual logic of if it's in Game of the Year and if it's also in other categories, the chances of it winning are higher, but that usually doesn't apply to best narrative. So I think... uh, what's it called again? Life is strange has got a decent chance as well. That's,
2: as well. That's
0: what I thought. It's got a better chance than, than you'd think. Because you know this this isn't like best action game and then Death Loop is in best action game alongside something else. You no. Know, this is one specific component. And I, I, I think Life is Strange has a decent shot because this year it doesn't feel like any games are being excessively praised for their narratives like it was last year where like Hades and The Last of Us, where like everyone's talking about the narratives of both those games. So I don't feel like that this year.
1: I mean, there's Guardians. Isn't that like the number one thing about Guardians is that its story is great? Isn't
0: the number one thing that the fact that it's just a classic third-person adventure game, uh, action game <laughs> with Marvel it's characters.
1: Isn't it an RPG? It's, a, it's Mass Effect.
0: It's not as RPG-ish as Mass Effect, come on.
1: Okay, obviously not as as much as that, but it's... <sighs> the praise that I'm seeing from the people I, I follow is that the story is actually... is what grips you. Like, uh, the banter, I guess, the, the characters.
0: Okay, fine, fair enough. I guess it's like, oh, if you give Uncharted best narrative, it's kind of similar. Because <laughs> of the characters? <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, you know, oh, banter is good, you know, that stuff. Okay, I get that. Uh,
1: what about Psychonauts? Um, was was it as... Because I know it deals with, like, emotions. It, it okay,
0: Psychonauts it deals with some oh, it very, serious issues, very serious issues, actually. What? It, it deals with some serious issues in... In a weird fashion, and it's really creative. So, I could see it. It's just... Like I said it's the same problem of I didn't see anything getting excessive praise like with other nominees in other years, if you get what I mean. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I mean there's well, no, like, no big
0: honchos. Yeah,
2: no... yeah, there are no hard hitters. Now I'm just thinking, I don't know about Psychonauts 2, I, I don't know it could end up getting the thing, who knows, but I feel like it might not because it's a sequel. Unless anything is really different from the first game, I don't think it has any reason to take best narrative here
0: To be honest Okay, I can see that angle It being a sequel to a 14 year old game So like... 15 year old, yeah, I get that
2: If it's not really doing anything different, I don't know if it should But anyway, that's just me I haven't really experienced Psychonauts myself, so my opinion is very on the surface.
0: A lot of what I hear about Psychonauts, from people who finished it, I didn't finish it, by the way. I played it, didn't like it. Uh, a lot of what <laughs> I hear is that it's the way it mixes its narrative with the gameplay, like the backgrounds and environments. That's what people like, the creativity there. So it's, so it would pro- if it would win, I don't think it would be a narrative alone. A kind of maybe as a whole package, so that's why I wouldn't say it has a good shot.
1: Hmm. Okay, I want to blitz through some of these other ones. I'm skipping some and going to the ones that I care about. Oh, sorry, guys, if you want, want to see the other ones, go to the website. I'm going to the ones that I care about, so I'm going to best performance. Uh, which I again, I'm shocked Jennifer Hale is not here, but that's fine. I'm we have
0: disappointed uh, about Jennifer Hale as well as being disappointed about Celine's voice actress from Returnal not getting an order. I thought she was really good. I
1: was, was, I, I, I haven't really watched much Returnal, so that one. I <laughs> Basically, she has to
0: carry she has to carry it by herself. She's just you know, it's alien. Hello, so, she, just, so she's
1: doing monologues, yeah.
0: So she's doing monologues, well, not really monologues, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's mostly monologues and uh, what do you call those things? The, those od, doing audio, the audio dialogues, it's mostly yeah. audio data logs and stuff like that. So, ah, uh, I think she, she did a really good job. Uh, she goes through a range of emotions because like she has to go crazy and insane, that sort of stuff. It's, I would have hoped she got a nomination, but you know. Returnal is the biggest snub of all the awards here but I will not get too mad about it. We move on.
1: Um, yeah, so the nominees are Ozioma Akaga as Juliana Blake the nemesis from Deathloop uh, Maggie Robertson as Lady Dimitres from Resident Evil Village Jason K- Kelly as Colt protagonist from Deathloop Giancarlo Esposito as Anton Castillo in Far Cry 6. And Erika Mori as Alex from Life is Strange True Colors. I would vote for Erika Mori because I like Life is Strange. And I liked her performance from the trailers. I thought that was really good and she sings in them. It's her singing. Um, Oh,
2: right. That was her? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. No that's nice.
1: Pretty impressive stuff. That's um, nice,
2: actually.
1: I think that uh, Maggie Robertson as Lady Tresk might be the front runner. I'm not sure. Look, I saw a lot of praise for Deathloop's uh, duo. Um, so I, I, this one, I honestly don't know where this one goes.
0: I'm going to be extremely cynical, uh, but you tell me. I'm telling you, they're going to give it to Giancarlo Esposito so that he can come on the Game Award stage. like for real i can see that happening but they didn't
1: give no man readers did they
0: they gave uh what's his name uh mass mickelson i believe
1: oh it was mass yeah but that was really good though yeah but they
0: they were all really good i i would have given uh to what's his name tommy earl jenkins
1: oh yes yes Tommy. i I would
0: have given tommy earl jenkins or mass mickelson either of the two deserve to win. But they didn't even come on stage. Max Mikkelsen is way too busy to come to the Game Awards. He's busy being a weirdo. But yeah.
1: I mean, I can see that angle, but you really think so? Yeah,
0: I'm telling you.
2: I feel, I feel like, like you said, yeah, that could be an angle. But then again, I feel like what would make the public happy here is if Maggie Robertson won (laughs) as for her performance as Lady D. Like, I feel like a lot of people will be happy about that.
0: True, I think so, true. I think that would be she, She's so. Yeah, as a crowd pleaser,
2: yeah. Yeah, as a crowd pleaser. Lots of Dimitris sims out there that will be so happy.
1: All right, I'm going to go to my next one, which is Games for Impact, which is always my favorite category. I always, this is the category that I always, like, play. Usually I play, like, all of them. But this year, I have it because Chicory is not on Game Pass. Uh, you know, so... you know,
0: you can buy games.
2: <laughs>
1: what? What is that? Jeez. Uh, yeah. So we have Chicory, A Colorful Tale, um, Life Is Strange, True Colors, uh, Boyfriend Dungeon, which made a lot of noise in my circles. I don't know if you guys heard about Boyfriend
0: Dungeon. I'm, I'm, I'm too I'm too number. casual of a gamer to be into the to to know most of the categories, the nominees this year,
2: <laughs> and then there's
1: Before Your Eyes, which uh, was big on with streamers. I was surprised, but yeah, it's like a horror horror. I don't know. It has horrorish elements. It's good for like jump scares, so the streamers played it a lot. Uh, and No Longer Home, which I had not heard of, uh, which I would check out. Um, I I I would recommend. So here's the thing about the games for impact games they're usually very heavy on like something emotional or something and they do come with trigger warnings for example there was a whole thing with boyfriend dungeon and trigger warnings uh, <laughs> that was the big controversy with it um, but they i like these games i think if there was ever like this is like pretentious games category this is where they go uh, i'm hoping that there are more big games that get to feature in this category Because, I mean, games, yes, they can be fun, they can be a good escape, but not all games should just be an escape, especially the big ones. Uh, So I'm hoping that there are more of them that get to be in this category. Uh, I am rooting for Life is Strange because I like Life is Strange. Um, But yeah, I I know most people don't have an opinion on this one, I just wanted to highlight those. I'm for can, boyfriend
2: dungeon. <laughs> Play them if you can.
1: <laughs> Next category that I uh, I'm thinking of best indie. This one's interesting Bec- because there's some interesting choices. So there's uh, <laughs> Loop Hero, which I heard a lot about. Uh, Kenna, which I'm glad made the, the cut. Inscription, which is the critics' fan favorite. Death's Door which I've heard not a lot about, but the people who like it like it a lot. And the quickly. controversial pick. And the controversial pick, which <laughs> might win because it had the most noise, which would be so sad. 12 minutes.
2: Ah, uh,
0: yeah. On which everyone just collectively said, hey, this game has got good actors, <laughs> but it pretty sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: what do you think? Is going- I'm very curious what you think will win here, Robin.
0: Uh, I'm leaning because one bias two (laughs) Uh, I think I think it made like the whole the whole thing with it being their first game Mm. you know I know there's also the category best debut indie Mm. and Kenna is on both of those so I think it could scoop both or they could give Kenna best debut indie And then Best Indie to Death's Door. I I could see that as well. I just, you know, 12 minutes may have been controversial, but I don't think it will win. It it got really bad reviews, and that kind of catches up to you at this point. It It does. That's
2: true. I'm rooting for Kenna as well. I love, like, I remember I ended up finding out, I found out about this team... When, you know, like, when I was going on my Zelda splurge, like, when I was just seriously getting into the fandom. And then I had found that they had posted on their channel, they have, like, um, what can I call it? Like, a trailer of a Majora's Mask movie. Like, what Majora's Mask would look like if they made, like, a movie or whatever and they did everything. Like, they made the 3D models and they did the music. Like, it's so pretty. And, you know, I found that and I was like, hey, where's the rest? And, you know, they it's just they just did that. So then I remember, I don't know when they announced, I've even forgotten when this game was first announced. And then they were like, hey, it's by by these guys. And I was like, wait, these are the guys that did the Majora's Mask thing, you know? I was like, okay, so this game is definitely going to look nice. And it did. I haven't played it yet, but it looks really nice. And I guess the gameplay looks nice as well. And the fact that they're an indie studio and the game is just, it looks that good. I don't know. I'm probably biased, but I want them to win something at least whether it be this or best in the debut indie or whatever
1: yeah i'd like them doing as well um this an envelope seems like a studio that's just ripe for the taking it's, it's going to one of those you know you know it's going to sony or microsoft <laughs> like in the next couple of years it, it's very one serious. of those it's very much one of those um i think that is pretty much all the big ones that i care about unless you want to talk about action game
0: okay look 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 with action game we've already seen that death loop is an action game so we know <laughs> yep. it's already won by, by... but return
1: there and people love yeah Returnal.
0: but, be- but death loop
2: is... as long as death loop is there
0: <laughs> action adventure will be more interesting because all the candidates for action adventure except guardians of the galaxy are also in game of the year so, there it could go either way. There's uh, Metroid, Ratchet & Clank, Village, and Psychonauts. Do
1: you think Guardians takes this it, one?
0: No, like I one? said, it can't because it's not on Game of the Year. We use that process of elimination thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, you never know, though. You never ah, come know. Come on, it's not like best narrative <laughs> where it's, it's single part. Here, you're looking at the game as a whole.
1: So, based on that uh, bias of action-adventure, don't you think that... The game of the year is on this list no is it between dread psychonauts and no no, no 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 obviously not reasonable village but don't you think it's between those three then don't you think that uh, that means dread is the game of the year okay
0: logically going by that thing we said about bias to action adventure sure but i think sekiro won but he was on the list for action instead of action adventure i think i i can't remember I,
1: you know i i do it i'm starting to i'm getting hope man giving me that hopium man (laughs) i'm looking at this and i'm like dude dread is locked for game of the year (laughs) the hopium the hopium is uh is slipping
0: through my nostrils right now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh, i think if we talk about categories we want to talk about i think mm, best role-playing game
1: Yes, I think we should close with this one because I
0: have a dissertation, baby. There are things to say. Okay, first. I need to throw hands. First of all, first (laughs) of all, Cyberpunk made it in because it came out after the deadline last year. Mm -hmm. It's obviously been deemed not good enough to be game of the year, but it's been deemed good enough to be best RPG the other nominees, Monsanto Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei 5 Tales of Arise. Okay. Seems like an okay enough list. And I think this is the category which is most ripe for a storm to happen. Exactly.
2: Because <laughs> like... Because if they, if they do All it, these have their if fans. they do it, if they give Cyberpunk the game of the year here... Oof. Oof. You know... Oof. It's crazy because, like, you know, I saw somebody on Twitter say this. I'm sorry, I don't remember the user. But somebody had said it's kind of unfair that Cyberpunk is on this list because, and if it wins especially, because all these devs have finished their games and they did a proper finished product and submitted it. And, you know, they work fine. But if Cyberpunk were to take this, it would be kind of disrespectful to all these other games.
0: Like... Given
2: yeah, on. the state Cyberpunk, given the state that Cyberpunk is in, you know, like all these other games work fine. Rise works great. I haven't played Nexus. Uh, from what I've seen, SMT5 is looking good. I've seen Rise is also looking good. You know, they have minimum issues, I guess. They've done their QA testing and they work fine. Cyberpunk? I don't know. So, about so. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say something.
1: I think that one of the best modern RPGs of recent memory is a game called Fallout New Vegas. I played Fallout New Vegas two years ago on a good machine. And first of all, to get the game to run, I had to become a game developer. I had to go through about seven forums and download so many different (laughs) updates or whatever. And then it ran and every hour it had crashed the desktop. But this game, I kid you not. And I think Robin, I think I have told you this story. I'm not sure if I've told you Malindi. but anyone who, who can who can lend me an ear, I've told them <laughs> at least one quest and spoiled the quest for them, because I'm like, even if I spoil this quest line for you, you probably won't experience the same thing because it is that varied. And the game is that awesome. But this game would crash every hour. If you look up what people say about Fallout New Vegas to this day, some still say it's probably the greatest game ever made. There's another game that got released a few weeks ago, which some would say is the greatest RPG ever made. The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim.
2: Again. That game, game, Oh, yeah.
1: Still broken as hell, and yes. one game of the year in its year in its broken state. My most favourite Giant Bomb game of the year deliberation was the twenty, I think 11 one, uh, where they had it was a three hour game of the year podcast. One hour thirty minutes was dedicated to them arguing between Sensual the Third and Skyrim, and Skyrim ended up winning. <laughs> but I'm. Ryan Davis, rest in peace, was always like, it's gotta be Says Row the Third, man. Like, (laughs) it's gotta be Says Row (laughs) the Third. Skyrim doesn't work. But that doesn't matter because Skyrim was a good ass game. Cyberpunk 2077 is a good ass game. It doesn't work on the consoles. Okay, now now, listen. But it works well on PC and it's very, very. Now listen. And I don't think it's fair to use that against it to say that it doesn't deserve to win. I really do. Okay,
0: now, now hear me out. What if most people don't think cyberpunk is a good game? You know, in the year that has gone by, pretty much everyone has said, oh, even if they had time to not make it broken, this game is kind of not good. I know you like it. I know you like it, yes. And... I know there's lots of good qualities. You you you've said the whole. If you look I at it like I'm
2: biased. I'm a cyberpunk fan. Yeah, you yeah, You said
0: that. Oh, yeah. yeah cyberpunk genre, not the mm-hmm. game.
2: Like yeah. Same action.
0: The whole oh, if if you play it like Far Cry, you'll like it. i I've heard that a lot. But over the last year, it really does feel like a lot of the discourse has shifted from this game was a broken mess to even if this game runs well, it still sucks you've seen it. We've, we've we've all seen it in here.
1: No, I've, I've seen that. So
0: that's why I think, like, if it was, again, if it was to get it here over Monster Hunter, which is pretty much uni- uh, universally loved. It's so great. And, of course, there's it's the so deliberation cool. of whether Monster Hunter is an RPG or not. I'll talk about that some other time. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Cyberpunk winning would... It, it would cause a storm... Big enough that uh, uh, that I think would be justified. Here yeah, I I think honestly the only two games which should win are Monster Hunter or Shin Megami Tensei Five. Shin Megami Tensei Five has got an issue of it running at twenty FPS very often, so I think you know that might knock against it. So I think Monster Hunter is a like a surefire pick here.
2: I really hope Monster Hunter wins. Because
0: I had never played
2: a Monster Hunter game before I played Rise. And so this was technically like my first one. And of course, I ended up falling in love with it one because it's very weeby. Like, I feel like any weeb will love this game. It's so anime. Like, it's anime as hell. I can't, I can't even explain it, but it's just very anime. And also, it's kind of, it's easy to get addicted to it. Like, once you finally get into the groove of how things work in the game, you find yourself wanting to play more and more of it. And the fact that it also has, you know, a multiplayer mode. You can go online and, like, play with other people, you know, hunt with other people. That makes it even even better. So, like, when you're done with the single-player campaign or whatever it is, the story mode, you know, you can play with other people. And the game is always getting updated, I guess, that, like, events, you know, collaborations. And, you know, I it 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 doesn't for now it seems to be a game that hasn't stopped giving you know i've had a lot of fun with it so my pick here is rise but then again i'm like i'm a shin megami fangirl i haven't played v yet but it looks really good from what i've seen but for now let me say that i want rise to win even though i love cyberpunk as a genre i don't think cyberpunk should take this one
0: there we cool, go
1: cool. I think like Cyberpunk is the only non-weeb game on that list which is very interesting which Actually, I think is a bias that yeah. also exists with uh, a lot of the western developers
0: That's... most of the time western games win best RPG unless mm. like like unless there's a Final Fantasy or a Persona mm. you know oh, because right. those those are the weeb games which even the western critics like a lot so. yeah. I guess we
1: Does that mean
0: Shin Megami Tensei stands a chance (laughs) then? Like I've said, it's possible. Shin Megami Tensei's RPG stuff is... Shin Megami Tensei is a very gameplay-focused series. There's barely any story stuff. And what's there... there.
2: Persona without (laughs) the heart.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Persona without the heart. (laughs) Yeah, it's very gameplay-focused. And I don't know if that's what they want in the RPGs, but... Yeah, it's got an outside shot. Okay.
1: Actually, I know where we should close We should close with the most anticipated game.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> so uh-uh, before I anticipated Wait, game uh-huh. is what there's uh-huh. actually one. My my rant, not about Returnal.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Not
0: yeah. about Returnal. About best music.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, okay.
0: Two oh, games yes. got snubbed. The first, Guilty Gear Strive. Mm-hmm. Because like guilty has got amazing music, Daisuke is is pretty much a legend. And to see him get snubbed here is kinda it's kinda like oh they don't care about fighting games. So of course that would happen. And the second, Neo, the World Ends With You did not get a nomination for best music. And you can just literally tell that this is purely because not enough people have played that game. That's true.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Strive was the one that you played when it came over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... even the artists, like...
0: And
2: yeah. oh, uh, it also so didn't nice.
0: get nominated for Best Start. Again, this goes back the whole thing, like, it's just too small to get a nomination, yeah. It really sucks, and that's a shame this
1: is a shame it is a shame see what you need is you need to create a subreddit that makes a really bad meme that everyone <laughs> shares
2: <laughs> and then it'll get nominated <laughs> eventually this is how it works <laughs> you know but like for best score slash music i think cyberpunk's music was really nice this is actually a lot. true the i enjoyed the i still listen to me too. Like V is definitely my favorite song. I listen to it a lot. I used to linger on the menu just to listen to it. Yeah. But I really want I really want Cyberpunk to at least win for the music. There I can say that was good. The music delivered. It really captured the whole feeling of Night City.
1: I'm also to be honest, I'm also shocked Keanu didn't get a, a performance. No. Right?
2: Actually, it was very very I think good. it's been so long. And I remember I
1: said last time Remember last time I even said that, I think this is Keanu's best perform for me. I think it is best acting that I have seen. Like, he, he was allowed to do different things. Because based on how you interact with your Johnny, uh, you can either befriend him or you can be neutral or he can be, like, your enemy or whatever. So he, he reacts differently based on that stuff. And he kind sells each mode of that Johnny well. Um, so it's... And then, like, he's an ass and <laughs> you <Yes>. like Keanu <laughs> but you're like man you're an ass it's, and I think it's very difficult to get over that you know what I mean like uh this is a bad example and it's very me-centric but like the way I like Laura Baby like if Laura Baby was a bad character in a game I, it would take a lot for me to be like man I hate that character <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a very bad example I can't think of any other one like, <laughs>
2: No, that makes sense. I think you're right. It takes a lot. It takes a lot for us to hate Keanu because he's like you know he's everybody's uh, I don't know everybody's favorite something, favorite dad, favorite uncle, favorite guy. So you know, for you to kind of be like you know what, what the hell, Johnny Silverhand is annoying me right now. Like you know you you want to be angry at him, and I think he did really well then, like you've said. So it's shocking he didn't get nominated. Fair
1: enough. Yeah, so I guess we can, I guess we can uh, round it off with most anticipated game. Um, none of us have played these games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they are all apparently supposed to come out next year. Apparently.
0: Apparently. I I think they will come out this year. Uh, next year, I think. Okay, no. Actually, no, I'm not sure. Now that I've looked at the list again, I'm not (laughs) sure.
1: (laughs) I hope so. God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Starfield. Malindi, what are you looking forward to the most?
2: Like, you guys, you already know, I'm definitely looking forward to the sequel to Breath of the Wild because... That's what I want. That's why I'm here. Like, I'm so excited. I hope it comes out next year because uh, Breath of the Wild got... Like, the first game got delayed, like, a bunch of times before it released. So a lot of people are projecting, like, a 2024 release even. But fingers crossed, Nintendo actually does the damn thing and releases it next year. It would be really good. A lot of Breath of the Wild fans are waiting for this. We've been holding on. But then again... I've seen new Elden Ring people make a lot of noise about this. I've seen... I didn't know they were... I, like, I didn't know people actually really like Elden Ring. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm very <laughs> new. I'm very new to Elden Ring. So, like... I was like, wait, oh! So, like, people actually really like this. And, you know? And I checked out trailers. And it looks really good. It looks really awesome. I'm amazed. But this is... A tough category for me god of war ragnarok as well looks really good i know lots of god of war fans are waiting for this and then of course there's horizon which is also good starfield starfield is starfield it's what starfield is new isn't it Yeah. Starfield is new, so of course that's going to be a new fan base. So these others already have these established fan bases, I guess, and they are all waiting for the game. So I, I feel like it's really hard to call what could win here. But for me, I want Breath of the Wild to win.
1: Interesting. I mean, welcome to the the, the From Software fan base. They We're are the best. Are... <laughs> they are a
0: bunch. We're the best community. <laughs> the best. Please. The best. <laughs> Fanboy alert. Now uh, look, with most anticipated game, first of all, I think Surefire to win is God of War because most anticipated game is literally only fans. That sounded wrong. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the voting is purely fan-based. So, it's, so basically, just look at what has... What has the biggest sort of fan base which would vote for this sort of thing? So I think God of War wins that easily.
1: Over Zelda? Dude, are you serious? I, I feel Zelda. like the
0: people who vote in this sort, these sorts of polls are more likely to be God of War fans than Zelda fans.
2: Ah, oh, I see. That's true, really That's crazy. true. You see, yeah. Yeah,
0: you see what I mean, huh? Okay. Mm. There's also the whole issue of which game is actually going to come out next year from this list?
2: Mm-hmm. I think that
0: Fire, thing. only Elden Ring and Horizon are coming out next year. That's... <laughs> I don't know about the rest.
2: Yeah. Cause like Kratos' VA
0: got surgery yeah, or something. Back I injury. I, his- I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I so I didn't, haven't they had to like hold progress? Go- I don't know. If initially God of done. War is
0: supposed to come out this year so and they're saying it's next year and we don't even have a release window so we don't know if it's coming out next year zelda could be 2023 starfield they've dated as november 2022 who knows if it's
1: 11 11 22. Who, who
0: knows if it will make that date it's coming out next year <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out the other year i mean <laughs> yeah with how COVID is you never know so yeah. Anyway, God of War will win My personal most anticipated is Elden Ring I don't know if half these games Are going to come out next year That's my take on this kind of game. So.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I am looking forward to Waking up On the 11th of November Next year Booting up my PC Not paying $60 Thanks to Xbox Game Pass Show <laughs> <Chill> alert <laughs> I'm playing some Starfield. <laughs> 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 from uh bethesda games studios um i'm very curious to see what these guys do this is the first new ip in a very very long time uh i don't know what this is the trailer made it look like some sort of space sim i don't think it's a space sim i hope it's not a skyrim fallout game i hope it's different it probably is that because based on what todd has said it's like we make our games you know our games Starfield is that game,
0: but in space.
1: Uh, obviously, there's a, but in space. Uh, so it's outer world, well,
0: worlds, outer worlds.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of like outer worlds, um, which I tried. I tried that game. I tried to like it. It was so flat for me. So I hope that uh, Starfield works. Um, Bethesda, man, they they make interesting games. Like, even Fallout 76 apparently has gotten good now. They've worked on it over the time. Even the, um, the MMO, the Elder Scrolls MMO has good and better. It has its audience. I, yeah, have become a fan of their games. So I like Space. I like Bethesda games. I like Western RPGs. I'm looking forward to this one. I actually do think that they will definitely, definitely hit their date. Even if they don't, it's Bethesda. they release it. The community will fix the game. <laughs> 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 uh if not that i'm actually curious with what on earth they're going to do with horizon i'm actually doing my second playthrough of uh uh, zero dawn um, zero dawn i'm enjoying it more than i did the first time i think maybe the first time i was i had borrowed a copy and i was kind of blitzing through it now i'm kind of taking my time i i uh, I'm getting into the combat. The combat is so varied. Like you can do so many different things. So it's it's really, really fascinating. Very good open world. Always The one problem I have with Zero Dawn is I have to do some funky jumping maneuvering to get over certain edges and Forbidden West has the Breath of the Wild grip anything, go up, whatever. So that's very, very good. So that's going to make it more interesting to move around uh, and the best part of Horizon Zero Dawn was the mystery, the story. Yep.
0: But, okay, so no, I don't know if that's the best part, but it was a good part for me.
1: For me, it kept me going. Like it, like I—that's I what's keeping me going. To through. know what they were doing in this post-post-apocalyptic world and who was Aloy, and all that whole storyline was, was actually—I thought it wouldn't have a satisfying review, It was very satisfying for me. So,
2: and I trying to get to the end as well.
1: Oh you haven't finished it I, I also didn't I expect
0: it. I, I didn't expect both of you.
1: What happened So <laughs> <laughs> So Yeah It's yeah. Uh, That would be my My second one I will watch Elden Ring From afar I respect These games No you don't I have just come To accept I do you, know, you always Talking about them Sucking mine they're, they're just Oops. not My style Oops. of game I like Bloodborne I actually like Bloodborne and uh, uh, the Demon's Souls remake actually has good gameplay. like the original.
0: The, Dark the gameplay Souls, is Dark exactly Souls the same. Games, <laughs> the Dark Souls games <laughs> have
1: terrible gameplay. Uh, yes. I don't know why yes. people yes. Just, <laughs> yes. they're just... They're terrible <laughs> gameplay. They're terrible. It's Bloodborne so has bad. good gameplay. It, I don't know why you guys don't... It's bad. No, okay? no, no listen. Bad. The only
0: game... <laughs> with bad gameplay in the dark among the three dark souls games is dark souls 2 it's uh, because it's got bad hitboxes dark souls has got some of the most so satisfying feeling hits you'll get in any game any game i'm telling you, game, I'm telling you. Uh, okay if you look, say so <laughs> look there, there, there is a reason this that the whole dark souls community combat and whatever has, and PvP has stuck around as long as it has. Wouldn't have stuck around if the gameplay was bad. I'm telling you, people, you you, you just don't want to open your eyes. <laughs> oh, well, no. For me, we'll these it.
1: games don't really appeal to me because their main draw is challenge. That's
0: wrong.
1: The if you ask a basic fan why they like, it's like, oh, I beat the boss, I'm like, I don't care about the boss. <laughs> I want a story, I want the world. And True. for me, that word, that, the, the way it looks doesn't appeal to me. You don't like Berserk? not does look like it's...
0: You like Berserk?
1: I like Berserk. I dark Souls like is Berserk. Berserk! I don't know how
0: Berserk. you can't like how the word looks.
1: <laughs> it, it, it's, it's dark, it's too dark. It's That's green. Berserk! It's brown and grey and, and stuff. Berserk has colour, it's anime.
0: Berserk does <laughs> have colour. <But> it's anime. <laughs> <laughs> and besides,
1: I don't know it just it just doesn't appeal to me like on, on so many levels It just repels it's, okay. me. it's weird. It's the way Bioshock 1 Completely repels me and Bioshock Infinity is like my game of the generation exact same dev Exact same game one is dark one has color Makes a world of difference to me. So Anyway, look,
0: it's it's fine if you don't like Dark Souls. Just it's okay if it's not for you Just don't say they're bad games because they're not. <laughs> now then... Okay, they're not
2: bad games. I, I just kind of think the combat was a bit weird in the earlier ones, of course. But I want to... I will eventually get into the series. But like Dennis said, most of the... It seems that most of the Dark Souls fans like boast about how the games are usually a challenge and whatnot. Because like the first thing you hear... From most Dark Souls fans, like when you talk about it, it's like, oh, I want to get into Dark Souls. What? The games are hard. You should be prepared for a challenge. You should be. It's never, oh, like, you know, nobody really no, talks it never about No one ever comes out like, oh,
1: there's this character. This character is my waifu. What? Like, you never hear that. You, you, no. Like, there's no one who's like, my waifu. Like, you, 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 you've whole never heard about. persona is a waifu. From you've Dark never Souls.
0: heard about like, the never. Dark Souls feek fetishist weirdos. No. <laughs>
1: what?
0: You know, in Dark Souls there's always the level up maiden and like Ah uh,
2: or I've heard of
0: And it. part of the meme is that every that a bunch of them usually don't wear shoes. So So, so people are like, oh Miyazaki, yeah Miyazaki, I see, I see what you're doing. And then that's kind of like transferred over to part of the fan base you guys are
2: taking crumbs beating crumbs <laughs> off the floor
1: <laughs> right like you're going deep whereas we just have link link's a hot twink link. you know like link. there are oh. people who probably just like can't play the game for shit, but love link and <laughs> like lovely. that's the draw of zelda that link is hot like,
2: exactly he's so <laughs> hot
0: look moving on Mo- look <laughs> dark souls The problem is when conversations about Dark Souls happen within the community, it is usually about, you know, the actual quality of the game itself or the actual, you know, bad qualities. Like, for example, there's a part in Dark Souls 1 which is, like, literally unfinished. Now, you guys don't see that because most people who aren't into Dark Souls come in with the point of view of like, Ah, but I've heard this game is so hard. Or in the case of you know the 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 weirdos like Dennis, like ah this game should have an easy mode. So it's like, look, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about about freaking lore videos. Have you people ever heard of Vati Media?
1: I have heard of the lore videos, and this is my other point of contention: is I play games for story. Like that's my main draw. If your game has the worst gameplay, the worst characters, but the story is good. I'll probably play it. But the way that that, the fact that the story is, the devs even know like no one's here for the story. So people who are searching for it. So you have to read items to get the story because you can't critical path it and and say like, if you you go down critical path, you get the story. That's not what the game is for. The game is about challenge. If you critical path it, you're beating bosses because that's what the game is designed for primarily. I'm sure there's. A, I'm sure it's probably got the best lore ever, but you have to look for it.
0: The actual best part of Dark Souls is that beating bosses is a very nice part, but the actual best part of Souls games is is the exploration, though. Like if we're keeping it, if we're keeping it like hundred percent, it's actually the exploration and stuff. The sense of discovery. I wish-
1: I wish that they would make a game where i'm just walking down a linear path and i get the story and i'm beating bosses along the way then i'll be like yeah they cared about the story because i'm like that's the critical path like i'm not reading items like it's a straight cut scene there's a 20 minute cut scene and it's story like that's then i would agree with you yeah but
0: then you don't have the chance for environmental storytelling where like oh you meet you go to a castle And then in this castle, you see a painting of this guy. And next to that painting, you see a dead body. And with that dead body, there's an item. And then if you read this item description, and then you read an item description of some other item that's also in the castle, you get to piece together a mini story. That's one of the things unique to our medium as video games. And if you only have purely linear storytelling, you don't get that. And that's something which Dark Souls gives you. If you explore. So there is appeal there. There is an appeal there. And it's fine if it's not for you. But saying the games have bad stories. which it's just a different form of storytelling. is a disservice to, to the media. Yes, I'm going to sound pretentious.
1: No, I didn't say it's a bad story. I said it's not the focus. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not... Well, the they, they put, they put, put like, a lot of effort. No one who's like, They do, but there's no one who's like, I play this game for the story. Like that's why I'm playing this game back at the games dark souls the story man let's go
0: like that's not <laughs> and if if you saw how many characters how many people care about the characters in dark souls you'd you'd be surprised everyone's waifu in dark souls is actually not the fire keeper it's this guy named solaire because he's, because yeah you guys have both watched jojo right
2: yeah okay
0: you know how speed wagon is everybody's waifu yes that's yeah. solaire yes that's solaire <laughs>
1: I hope Elden Ring pulls me in somehow. I, since it's open world, I'm hoping that there's some sort of critical pathness to it, and I can experience the story somehow. And because it's open world, there should be some sort of dynamic uh, challenge leveling thing, so I should be able to um, grind, grind sort of, and and evade the nonsensical challenge stuff which i don't care about i'm hoping because the world does look fascinating um, so I, I i really do hope there's one game that hooks me in i do try these games i really do because it's, it's it's a it's a blank it's a big blank thing on my on my catalogue so
0: I, I really do hope i, I get into them <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see if you ever want to play it oh, let yeah. me know <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey man if i'm ever going to play this i think the most ideal way for me to play would be you just tell me how to beat every enemy so that i can or oh,
0: we or oh, we like, can call.
1: i don't give a damn about the chat like i really or oh, we can Co-op
0: call. like, is game. easy mode we can just co-op.
1: yeah i mean I, we haven't talked about god of war i guess uh, i think atreus will be playable in that one so that's that that's fascinating he's a bit older so that's that's cool very very cool uh, and Link has I remember I said something and Robin corrected me his arm is, is it's robotic
2: oh, like it's how there are a lot of theories about this I feel like because at first some people were saying that uh, it's merged with the Shika Slate and blah blah yes. blah other people have also said that it got corrupted in some way but then you in the trailer you can clearly you can see him using at a point some form of the Sheikha Slate abilities, but they're slightly altered in a way. Like, don't I don't want to get into detail dissecting that whole trailer. But like, there's a part where he uses something that's sort of similar to stasis, but it looks like stasis. It has the same like effects, but it reverses time. So it's kind of like i don't know whether which one to believe whether his hand got corrupted or whether the Sheikah slate somehow merged with his hand i don't know how that would work but it happened maybe so it's really it's hard to tell then other people also just believe that they're finally bringing magic back to zelda so i'm of
0: the opinion that they cut his arm off and he's got a robot arm
2: I hope you. Robot.
1: <laughs> but more importantly, will there be dungeons?
2: And on that note, oh no, oh no, oh no. I mean, let's, yeah, I think it's time to close up shop. <laughs> well, close up. <laughs> Before Dennis goes on a rant.
1: <laughs> it's been good to have you, Valenti. Uh, it's been good to chat, Robin. Um, yeah, and uh, thanks for listening, guys. Marindi, do you have anything to plug?
2: Uh, my YouTube channel. I guess. Feel free to check me out at Mali Chan's Bizarre Adventures. I talk about games a lot, and I play games occasionally. My schedule is very terrible, but I I try my best.
1: Can confirm the good good videos. Upload more. Uh, Who needs? I, I, I will. Who needs Who a needs degree? School? Just upload of- that. <laughs> Who needs that? Just list <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for the chat and. Uh... Yeah, we'll talk more online.